0: Your style is unorthodox but effective. It is not the art, but the combat that you enjoy. Man,
1: you come right out of a comic book. You are
0: now, you are now listening, listening to on Black Comics Chat.
1: Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat.
0: Black Comics Chat. We are live on Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. We are live on Black Comics Chat. Black Comics
1: Chat. Chat. Hi, this is Anthony Rutgazer. I'm the writer of The First Hero and Heroes of Homeroom C, and you are listening to Black Comics Chat.
0: Hi, this is Regine Al-Sawyer, owner, writer, creator of Lock It Down Productions, and the coordinator and founder of the Women in Comics Collective International. You are now listening to Black Comics Chat. Hey, hey, what is going on, people? What's happening? This is Marcus Kwame, and I'm very happy to be back for Black Comics Chat um, with a... Very special guest returning to the show for the second time. Um, actually, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, then he is one of the two drops that you hear at the beginning of the on, on the feed. Um, so he's going to bless us with his All with right. his silky voice again tonight. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we have welcoming back to the show Anthony Ruggazer. How, how are you doing, Anthony? I'm doing I'm doing real well, Marcus. How are you, my friend? Doing great, doing great, yeah. So last time you were on, we were speaking about Heroes of Homeroom C, which which yeah. I own. You know, my 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 daughter has read a few times as well. So, Thank you. Um, you know, it's definitely. You can, you can
1: tell her. You can tell her that there will be
0: more of it next year. Okay. There will finally be more. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. That's that. That's that's exciting news. Um, but we have another book that we're you're um you're kickstarting yeah. at the moment, which we will get to momentarily but you know we always like to kick off our interviews by asking our guests just to speak a little bit about their origin story um in comics as a reader of comics and then as a creator of comics
1: okay um uh, as a reader of comics um besides like i could probably count on one hand the number of comic books that i ever read before i spent my own money on a comic book mm. uh and the first comic book i ever bought with my own money was wolverine number no. one oh, wow. the original claremont and miller and yeah. i actually i got to meet uh joe rubinstein recently who mm. uh inked that book and uh, and tell him and uh yeah, you know, he you know, he didn't do a cartwheel or anything, but uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the first book I ever bought with my own money was Wolverine number one back in what was it like 82? eighty-two? Eighty two, I think. Yeah, eighty-two uh, or eighty-three, I think, I'm pretty sure it was eighty-two. And uh and it was just, you know, boom. It was uh everything from there, man. And um I spent my teens uh dreaming about creating comics and uh tried in the in my 20s in the uh in the early to mid 90s uh tried to break in did a obviously did a really poor job of it because it wasn't until the mid 20 teens that i uh, i published my first book the first hero uh, which was 2014. Mm. I, I went away from comics. And finally, years later came back and, and now uh, I've done the first hero I did. Uh, I was one of the writers on Action Verse. I did Heroes of Homeroom C. And there's some stuff that I've been uh, bandying about uh, shopping. And uh, earlier this year, I finally decided um that i'm doing i'm doing too much behind the scenes that isn't getting to people yet hmm. so i'm going to take one of those scripts that's sitting on my ipad and i'm going to find an artist and i'm going to get this done and that
0: leads us to today with uh, chance for survival okay Cool, cool. Well, I mean, you know what? Let's let's jump right into it. Um. So, okay. yeah, for our audience, anyone who hasn't checked out the Kickstarter, which is ongoing right now, yes. um, can you tell tell them, you know, what what Chance for Survival is about?
1: Okay, uh, Chance for Survival is the story of Chance Beckett, a female sheriff protecting a, a small settlement of survivors after a worldwide monster apocalypse. Mm. So it's uh protecting them from roaming school bus sized Kaiju and occasionally from each other. And, uh, one of the, uh, one of the through, uh, lines for the book, one of the the threads for the book is if, uh, if your normal were taken away from you and you started to rebuild it, Hmm. how much of that old life would you want back? So which is kind of a thing that we're all dealing with right now. Absolutely, yeah. So uh so yeah, it's uh it's action and intrigue and uh and a, a dash of sex cuz you know, sex <laughs> <The sells. dash. laughs> just, just a dash. Just just this, keep I, it you classic. know what? Yeah, I you know, I um, I see what sells as far as indie comics go and especially what gets noticed on Kickstarter. And I feel really self-conscious about the material I put out mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't do uh, like, you know, just a, a really over the top gratuitous porn book, or I wouldn't right. do, I wouldn't do a comic that was just, you know, like booby squad, you know? Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I have a character, I have a, you know, the female lead character, I'm not shying away from the topic of sex in the book because why would you? But I, I'm also, I, I, I hope that I have it balanced so that it is not just, uh, it is not just softcore porn for, uh, with, with, you know, 40 different covers for, uh, for for the Kickstarter,
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm really intrigued by what you just said about the idea of, because um, you know, like, so. Well, let me finish my my sentence. But I'm I'm really in- intrigued by the idea of, you know, figuring out, like, after everything falls apart, like what you want to leave behind and what you want to yeah. build. And I, I don't know. I think I think like speculative fiction and everything. It like it it that's one of the things it can do really well, right? Is like ask these questions and you know you know and still tell a fun story. You know, but yeah. kind of like make you really ponder these things.
1: Yeah, because I mean, even even the last two years of almost two years of our own lives. Yeah, um, I remember. I remember like it was so long ago. Uh, it, it, but if you think back to uh, a little over a year ago, mm. when we were all being locked down, especially here in North America, right. Uh a recurring story that you were seeing on the news was um, uh, the environmental impact of all of us not, staying the yeah. heck home. Exactly, and how great it was for the environment. Mm-hmm. And it should be, it should be a pretty obvious two plus two that right. if we're all not polluting. We're not, you know, there's not as many cars, there's 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 a fraction of the cars on the road and a fraction of the planes in the sky and and you know there's a lot that we're not doing that the that the the environment has a chance to heal itself that right. wildlife has a chance to breed with and 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 thrive without us you know hunting them or encroaching on their territory and now you know, almost two years into into the pandemic, we're getting a we we just had a a world uh, summit mm-hmm. on the environment, and it's 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 almost performative. It's it's yep. it's like a it's like a it's like a Punch and Judy show. It's a puppet show, yep. and you get the sense that and eh, nothing's gonna happen, and the planet's gonna be my. <laughs> don't get my father started on the environment and where the humanity going. Cause you know, it's like, he just turned 80 and, yeah. uh, and, and his opinion is, well, we're leaving you, we're leaving younger generations, nothing. You're, <laughs> the, the human race is going to be gone soon. I was like, Oh crap. Yeah. Happy birthday. Uh-
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's real. No, you're absolutely right though. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean this, this pandemic has shown us, you know, like, the, obviously the environment and and to your point about the earth healing itself in the way that yeah. all our damage is you know there is hope for reversing it but we're not learning the lesson you know and and yeah. obviously just paying people living wage et cetera et cetera but like
1: oh god yeah we we um we have very quickly fallen back into um most of our uh, right most of our previous habits yeah. You know there's that there's a there's a little break in the middle and uh, as as soon as and in some cases before we were able to get back out there
0: people mm-hmm. were
1: back out there doing the same old things so yeah,
0: yeah. you know but you know uh so right, in your story right like <laughs> it's so it's it's post-apocalyptic right correct
1: Oh, earth. yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I have uh, it's it's swarms of monsters that have mm. stomped the earth flat. And, uh, and there's, there's not a lot of people left. And in in my story, it's uh, the fortunes of um, a, one group of people who have managed to gather together, uh, just north of what would have been Edmonton, Alberta. Mm-hmm. and um and they've uh, uh the remnants of a subdivision the remnants of a neighborhood that they have worked to build a wall around and uh and they're trying to regrow their society they're trying to they're trying to make a go of it uh with with what remains
0: right, right. So, yeah huh. well i like it because it's interesting um you know, first of all, like the, the artwork looks looks really cool. Yeah, um, that is a
1: cat uh named uh Eric Tamayo, mm-hmm. who uh or Tamayo, I should ask him how I I haven't been on, I haven't even been on the phone with him yet. Um he's he's in Colombia. Okay. And it was uh Carlos Granda, my artist from Heroes of Homeroom C that introduced me to him. Okay. I was talking to Carlos about uh the, a sec finally doing a second volume of heroes of homeroom C mm. and I mentioned that there was other I you know I had these other scripts I wanted to do and he said he, Carlos leads a little artist collective in Colombia in Medellin uh and said I'm gonna make some portfolios available to you and uh and I'm gonna help you make contact with with these people mm. and uh, I I Eric was my first choice and he agreed to do it. And I sent him the script and he got underway. All 26 pages are done. Wow. The only thing that's left to do is, uh, redraw a few faces for cameos, mm-hmm. but, um, he was, he was like so good and so easy to work with. And if you, if you check out the preview pages on the, um, on the Kickstarter, man, uh, I, i've i've lucked into another young artist who is just yeah you know amazing just absolutely amazing
0: yeah no it looks it looks really really cool um so yeah so you mentioned kaiju and we spoke about how it's post-apocalyptic i don't want to give everything away because you know no. stuff the first book but um being that it is issue one uh how do you know how long you see this series going is there like a Certainly. uh
1: I'm gonna go arc by arc and okay like right now issue by issue mm-hmm. and um I, I'd like to get the first story arc in in five issues okay and um I will I will give it an ending so that you know God forbid yada 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 right. that you know people get a story beginning middle and end and but um I think that I think that there's enough potential material in this to, to make it, uh, an ongoing concern. Uh, I, I, I could do, I could, I could honestly easily do more than one story arc for this. So, um, so we'll see how it goes, but definitely, definitely planning on five issues to begin.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Um, Let's talk about if 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 someone uh, who's listening which I'm sure they will uh goes to back this campaign can you tell us about some of the rewards that they can uh Oh receive? sure.
1: Yeah, I'll just uh, let me click my screen and then I'll go over. Um, so uh there are uh four covers for the book. Mm-hmm. Uh standard cover by Eric a uh, first variant by Andy Belanger, who you would know from Southern Cross, Kill Shakespeare, and he's okay. doing his own book now. He started uh, He started a group called uh, Lethal Comics, and mm-hmm. he's doing his own book called Mother Trucker. So Andy Belanger has done a cover for us. Bill McKay has done a cover, and it, it equally is gorgeous. Uh, Bill, you would know, prolific cover artist for books like zombie tramp and and a bunch of others and he turned his cover into me and it was amazing and um I decided to do a cosplay cover so um I have a friend um who some people will know um she used to be an anchor on the naked news And at that point, she was uh, she went by the name of Kat Curtis and she did a lot of nerd reporting for Naked News. Uh, She's now going by the name B Dolly and uh, my friend, a photographer named Jeffrey Cole. He we uh, he had a location uh, about an hour north of Toronto. We went up there, shot a bunch of really fantastic photos of uh B in and cosplay as chance beckett mm-hmm. and uh so we've got a cosplay cover so that's all four so you can get those individually there's a complete cover collection where you'd get all four covers uh the bill mckay and the uh, cosplay covers i'm only printing uh i'm i'm only printing really enough for the kickstarter right um i'm there'll be a little bit of overage just to give as gifts to the people involved. Uh, (laughs) But I'm not I'm not going to be selling them after this myself. Uh, So this is the chance to get those. Um, We have, uh, we have a tier where you can fund a page. So there'll be a special special dedication to you uh, in the book to signify that you are you are the person who helped fund that particular page. You'll get a very nice 11 by 17 ar- archive quality print of your mm-hmm. page and a few copies of the book. And um, there what else do we have? Uh, there was something lot. else. Oh, we have uh, we have a couple of retailer uh, tiers if you okay. have a comic store and you'd like to help out. We uh, we we got we got wholesale prices for the stores, uh, but only for the stores. <laughs> and um, we have uh, commissions. Eric, there we go. That's what I had forgotten. Eric oh, okay. is uh, Eric is going to be doing commissions. And uh, a few days ago, he sent me a very very cool uh, sketch that he did uh, pencil and inked of Chance Beckett, and I'm going to be posting that on the, uh, on the Kickstarter so that people can see more of the kind of work Eric does. And it's just mm-hmm. amazing. And, uh, excuse me. So, uh, if you like Eric's work, you'll be able to get a commission sketch from him and, you know, you choose the character and yeah. he'll do the work. Cool.
0: So, yeah. Wow. So that's a lot. I mean, and, uh, I, uh, I I just backed it by the way. I'm uh, oh, back to print uh, print edition. So oh, and so to- you do.
1: Look, I'm on yeah. I'm on the page. of looking at it right now. Yeah, hey.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I love I love print. I mean, I I, I backed uh, many Kickstarters and uh, depending on where I'm at, I'll do digital. But I there's nothing like uh, like print.
1: Yeah, I I you know I'm well I'm old. So <laughs> there are for me. Um, I, you know, when I'm able, I like to back friends, uh, kickstarters and, um, you know, if, if I can, uh, if I just go in for even just, you know, a digital copy, Hmm. um, at least I know, look, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm throwing my money in the hat. I, I want to make sure that, you know, your, your Kickstarter works, the same amount that I want to make sure, well maybe just a little less. That I want to make <laughs> personal self-interest, make sure that my kickstarter works. And I I'm 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 not going to be a uh, I don't want to be a hypocrite and and say, "Oh, well, I I hope you do well" and then right. send out an email the next day saying, "Hey, throw money on the pile for me," you know. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, I I I'd like to be able to spread that uh, that that karma
0: around. Yeah definitely cool cool so um yeah you you've mentioned uh you know one thing I want to go back to which is interesting and Mm. I can relate to is you were talking about like you know loving comics in in the 80s and 90s and and really trying to break in and then like the the um you said mid 20 teens right was really kind of when you were able to and I specifically remember that time that also kind of coincides with you know when when I like really same, similar you know like like yeah, I grew up yeah. loving comics uh, i went to school for illustration um but then i did more you know conventional you know jobs and didn't really really go for for it in comics for a while so is there because i remember that time of 20 the you know 20 teens and it, it, it seemed mm-hmm. like it was you know for for some reasons like obviously the internet and um just in, uh, different mechanisms right online that allowed for people to um, to put out independent work. You know, there, there was certain things that were working out, but it, it, it did seem like a really kind of, kind of fertile time where, um, you know, you, you saw a lot of new voices coming in. Yeah, Like for you, like how, what was that? What was that like for you? Like, what was that experience?
1: Um, it was very exciting to finally be doing something in my early forties that I dreamed about you know from from the time i was 11 12 years old you know it was right. like 3 3 decades later it's happening i'm making it happen mm-hmm. and it was thrilling to um to get involved in uh comics again in a way beyond just uh beyond just reading a stack of books each week mm-hmm. So, you know, in the mid-90s, I went to San Diego Comic-Con 1993, 94, 95, 96. Mm. And when I decided to do the first Hero, um, one of the things that really, really got me excited was uh, going to New York Comic-Con. And I think the first time was 2012. 2012. I think I think that was the yeah it was two thousand and twelve I went to try and talk to people and shop the book mm-hmm. and um it it was it was fantastic
0: right
1: you know it was fantastic to be in in the thick of that again and um yeah, a lot of it was it was odd to have so many new voices and meet so many new people and still have still have some of the voices that I had uh I had met and mingled with in the mid 90s you know being around and um you know like here is uh, it's time to drop some names (laughs) kids um like Charlie Adler who you know drew all the six issues of The Walking Dead Charlie had been a friend in the mid nineties that I had met in San Diego and we used to hang out each year there. Mm. And, and then, uh, suddenly, uh, I, you know, like I, I hadn't, I had lost contact with Charlie since maybe 96 or 97 and 2012, um, they were getting ready to celebrate. I think it was the, uh, Charlie's hundredth issue. And, I just, I, I found him online and contacted him and said, Hey, Charlie, do you remember, do you remember me? And you know, you and uh, you and I, and Lee motor used to hang out in San Diego every year. And he was like, yes, I absolutely let, you know, and we, we got together Mm -hmm. for lunch and, and I, I actually uh, I recorded an interview with him that is still online. And um, you know, uh, just a, a lot of people, Dennis kitchen and, and just a lot of people that are still um are still you know vital voices in the business right in the industry and 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 like I say, so many new people, so many fantastic new people yeah yeah so uh yeah it was it, it was great it still is great i obviously had to miss last year, had to miss this year uh, yeah. or I'm looking forward to going back to New York next year i'm looking forward we just had fan expo canada here in toronto i'm looking forward to an even bigger fan expo next year Mm
0: uh and and seeing people and yeah yeah no i you're (laughs) absolutely right because i'm this is a a, you know weird time right now and like i myself have was very much missing conventions and you know i just kind of stuck my foot back in um we had a first free comic book day you know since pandemic at my local shop um and you know i got to sell art and comics there so that was nice but um yeah yeah it's just yeah, it's, good I, to, I it's,
1: it's good to stretch good to
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know it it, it it was cool and so uh yeah and like some of my other local conventions here are kind of starting back up like carefully so yeah um you know it's 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 good to to see it happening it's funny though i've been joking throughout the pandemic about how you know, they've always been like a vector for, for germs and flus and stuff. So, Oh God. Um, yeah. I wonder if, uh,
1: well, I mean, you know, con- we have a, we have a term for it. Yeah, we all con- call it on con- crud.
0: Right. Right. You know?
1: So, I mean, how <laughs> we you have to know right. that you're, 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 you're stepping. It's basically, you know, Petri dish expo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I kind of think we should just Keep the masks indefinitely, at least for the con. Oh yeah. Like, I'm
1: I am just dandy with the masks. Yeah because I, I've been I've been pretty lucky with concred. I've never really caught a, a really bad case Concred. Mm. Um, you know, but I you know my uh, I have a buddy of mine who um well he works for Informa now, the people who run the fan expo shows. And uh he just came home from a show last week with with uh with a case of it and he's just this the driest most painful sounding cough oh man and like do i need to i had to bring you ginger tea or something uh and i'm fine with fist bumps Mm -hmm. uh i you know i don't i don't have to shake hands ever again fist bumps are fine yeah. you know, or, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to reduce that to the, uh, Isaac, the bartender from love boat, man. Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. so, but it's, yeah, it's good. But, um, uh, as far as working with people, uh, the internet has yeah. been a guy. Go- like, I mean, I've only worked with one artist who was here in Toronto and I was, Danny's a ball in the second volume of, of the first hero. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with artists in in Utah, in Savannah, Georgia, two in Colombia now. Wow. Uh, artists in Italy, are uh, you know uh, artists in Thailand. Mm-hmm. It's um, the internet has has made it very easy to uh, to communicate and to collaborate. And, um, you know, for the last for the last 20 years, almost 20 years, I've been on a nighttime schedule, man, my full time job has been like, 730 till 3am. So when it comes to dealing with, you know, somebody in Asia or somebody in Europe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's been okay, because yeah, yeah. You know, I got a, up. I got an hour, I got an hour or two at 4 a.m. when I get home, and you're wide awake. We can talk about whatever you, whatever notes you need on a page. The, the screwed up time zones uh, have never really bothered me that
0: much. That works, I Make it, make it work for you. That's yeah, cool. man. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And like, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's one of the biggest differences from the 90s is just we, the, the communication. You know, everything was so. Oh, yeah so centralized in the comics industry um so yeah i i
1: i don't even remember uh how i managed to uh get stuff done mm. in 1993 to to get to san diego yeah i mean how did i get how did i get my passes how did i get right what the right. hell did i do uh, was there a before the internet? Like, I mean, it's, it's basically-
0: it feels weird. I was just thinking about like, even just drive, you know, we used to drive around in cities you'd never been to. And like, yeah. even that was kind of crazy, you know, just thinking, cause right now it just feels like, Oh, how do I do that without, um, yeah, without my GPS?
1: It's it's it is insane how reliant we've become on that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. I the, the first time I went to San Diego That means that I, you know, I, I mailed in my application or I probably was on the phone with somebody a couple of times and got my, got my passes and got my hotel and got everything done either over the phone or through the mail. My Mm -hmm. God. And, uh, and flew out there, got to the hotel, you know, Mm -hmm. took a cab from the airport to the hotel they lost my bags. there were <laughs> there were phone calls back and forth from Air Canada to me, and uh, managed to survive out there for seven, eight days and meet people and, you know, talk about comics and. Never once did I, never once did I have to, you know, pull a square piece of uh, a technology out of my pocket right. to find out what time it was or to check email. What the hell was email?
0: <laughs> uh, so stuff used to get done. Yeah,
1: just slower.
0: <laughs> I do. I do remind. I remind uh, you know people in my life and you know then my 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 child that like yeah stuff used to happen and a lot got done before the internet. And the internet internet is new. It's yeah. It's not as old as uh as we act like it is, you know. Yeah, but, it, but it's, hey, it's... we'll we'll take the rewards, we'll take the uh the, the things that it helps us do with comics, you know.
1: Oh yeah, hey, listen, it's helping me make comics, it's helping yeah. me find collaborators and it's helping yeah. me make comics and it's helping me get those comics out there. So Yeah, man oh no complaints from me
0: (laughs) yeah cool so like we so we've mentioned that you've got about two weeks left to go yeah um i know i know you've done kickstarters before but do you Mm -hmm. like like honestly like where are you at is it just kind of like okay i've been here or is it just i've spoken to people like sean Pryor, a good friend of the show like he's he's done many successful kickstarters but each one just feels like a nail biter. You know what I mean? Like it's, Oh, it is
1: Uh Kickstarter is an anxiety machine. Yeah. Um, because I, I talked to, uh, let me, I'm going to quote myself. Let me check. Speaking of text, let me okay. check the text. Uh, I spoke to a friend today. Who's, who's got a Kickstarter. That's uh, uh, almost done. And um, he is um, it's been successful. Like, I mean, he, he he's he's passed his goal and but he even with just a couple of days left still anxious about the thing you mm-hmm. know overnight a couple of cancellations come in or you know there was somebody that spoke to you and said oh yeah I'm I'm eager to back this and then yeah. where where are they and um I said uh, I said to him you're almost done son the sigh of relief is approaching, followed by the second guessing, and then the money hitting your bank account. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know.
1: And for me, as we record this, mm-hmm. uh, I have uh, I just tonight passed the sixty percent mark. Okay, halfway through the uh, halfway through the campaign, it's the uh, it's it, it's a higher amount that I've ever uh saw it before mm-hmm. ten thousand dollars canadian which is about eight thousand dollars american um i um i've been anxious all the way through this man like we're this is the beginning of the third week and you know if you're running a month long campaign that third week mm. is that's the valley right you know it's going to get slow And, uh, you know, I worked my ass off during the second week to message as many people as I could and message, you know, even mess hundreds of retail stores thinking, you know, just give me a handful and, um, a lot of work goes into it and there is a lot of stress because you know, for me, I have I have a creative team. Eric and uh Fred Stressing, my letterer slash colorist, is back. Mm-hmm. I didn't even I wasn't even sure I was gonna get him for this because he's been doing uh bigger and bigger projects. He's he's you know he's penciling books himself now. Uh Rick and Morty and Invader Zim and stuff like that. Um and you know, bringing Andy Blanger in and getting Bill McKay and doing a photo shoot hmm. uh, on a few days' notice. I have people that um, have already have already done their bit for the product and are relying on me to uh, to come back to them and say thank you and here's some money. so the last thing i want to do is let them down and kickstarter is um make sure i'm using it right it's a crucible it's it's a it's it's a it's a test it's it's trial by fire you create something you offer it to the world and the world comes back and says yes or no Hmm. And if enough people don't say yes, then, you know, you're sitting there, uh, you're sitting there holding the bag. Mm. And uh, I don't want to, I, I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to disappoint the people who have placed a trust in me to come along on this journey and create this book with me. Uh, and the people who have, trusted me enough to say uh yeah I like what you're doing or yeah I like you personally enough to say here's here's some of the filthy green paper that I just went out and worked 8 hours for I'm going right. to give some of it to you yeah. you know here's some uh <laughs> here's some money
0: well I'm so, going to put the, the the positive energy out there that 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 you're going to you're going to you're going to hit the the goal and thank you. you're going to get it done Um, Yes, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I was already interested, but yeah, just talking to you and I, I I love the, the, the pitch and, um, I feel like, you know, there's so many things that, uh, um, you know, touch on different genres or, or, but I, this particular combination definitely, uh, you know, piqued my interest of, you know, just the post-apocalyptic, uh, you know, kind of like Western tale and, um, rebuilding and also the way that it's, not like uh, our present moment, but also like our present moment, you know, in many other ways. So
1: yeah, I'm a... it, it, it's uh, for me, it's it's a mix of a lot of things. Uh, it's a mix of things like the TV show Dallas mm-hmm. and the 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 comic book version of The Walking Dead, and uh, you know maybe uh, maybe a little bit of Starship Troopers, and uh, <laughs> and, and and there's even a. There's even a little touch of, uh, you know, a book like uh, like American Flag, Howard Chaykin's American Flag in there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's 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 a lot of things that have influenced me over the years that I've taken uh, uh, little bits and pieces to inspire me. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm really, really looking forward to people holding this in their hand and and reading it and hopefully asking for more
0: cool cool well you know what uh listeners uh if you can hear the sounds of our voices um please, where where what's the easiest way for people to find it the
1: absolute easiest way for people to find this is to go to uh kickstartthiscomic.com okay. www.kickstartthiscomic.com that's right kids
0: i bought a url okay <laughs> that's, that's and you know what i mean i'm, I'm that's good that you got that. Like I, I would have almost yeah. thought that that would be. Taken, oh man, but- I, yeah. what I,
1: I had the idea sitting here one night, mm. and you know, kickstart this comic, and and went, uh, and to check and see whether it was gone already. Could not believe that it wasn't gone. Was wow. prepared, was prepared to like fiddle with it. A little and come up with a version of that that was available but right, yeah right. kickstartthiscomic.com huh. yeah so right. boom so this will be where anything i kickstart i've already decided what the next thing i'm gonna uh i'm gonna produce is and it's actually uh maybe maybe around valentine's day um all of it all of it all of it will be through uh through that url okay just yeah, I'm right. All right. i'm
0: keeping i'm keeping keepin that for oh forever. yeah no, you got to keep it. I mean, that, that type of good fortune. Also, kids out there, follow your. If you got an idea, you know, follow it. You never know. It could be, could be your kickstartthiscomic.com. There you, know. you go, man. But yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So everybody, go to kickstartthiscomic.com and and support. There's a lot of different levels, a lot of different ways you can support, a lot of different rewards you can get. Yeah, um, the the
1: last day is the uh, the Wednesday of American Thanksgiving week. So it's the day okay. before Thanksgiving, Wednesday, the 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be the last day of uh, of, of the campaign. Hopefully, uh, we're not on the last day trying to reach 100% still. Hopefully, by the time we get there, we're over 100 and we're talking about maybe a stretch goal or maybe right. some extra freebies or all, you know, all that kind of nonsense.
0: Yeah. Giving thanks for a, a successful campaign. Darn tooting
1: <laughs> <Yes, indeed. laughs> Darn tooting has got to be the oldest old guy thing I've
0: said tonight. Hey man, I didn't, I didn't even Darn blink. It, 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 it sounded natural and you sold it with conviction. So, I mean, you know, terrible.
1: It's sad how natural that sounds. <laughs> Yeah. My dad is, my dad's an 80 year old white guy. So mm-hmm. sometimes I say things like darn tootin'. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know what though? I mean, that's, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But no, oh, this has God. been, this has been really cool. Um, Everybody you, please, please support this book. Um, And, and, you know, all the other future projects you'll be able to support on uh, kickstartthiscomic.com and uh, support Anthony. There you go. Thank you very much for doing this with me.
1: Black comics
0: comics, chat.